Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Journey of the Roadrunner. This is Paul here. And Adriana here. Alright, we got, the both of us are back. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do these every week now to stay consistent. So, the class that I'm taking now, I'm like killing it. So, because I'm getting stuff done, I'm able to, you know, have more time to podcast. Because I really want to get this going because it's kind of like the... I'm gonna like incorporate this with my, you know, future as a writer, oh, yeah. the whole journey, because I'm gonna be getting back into that soon, going to travel again. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about, but I just found out about something because um, <laughs> I just wanted to get it off my chest, off the bat. All right, so we'll start with all right. So this news article. Is probably from let's see, it's from June sixteenth. Says um, the Senate on Thursday approved a sweeping expansion of health care and disability benefits for Iraq and Afghanistan veterans in response to concerns about their exposure to toxic burn pits. Passage of the bill by a vote of eighty-four to fourteen sets a course that could help millions who served after September eleventh, and caps a year of advocacy work by veterans groups and others who likened burn pits to the Agent Iron. Or, Agent Orange herbicide that Vietnam era veterans were exposed to in Southeast Asia. Yeah, like my dad was exposed to Agent Orange Agent, and he had all yeah. friends. And yeah, this is a bad thing um, with these burn pits. Um, and this is like a bipartisan bill. So it said the bill is projected to increase federal spending by about $283 billion over 10 years and does not include offsetting spending cuts or tax increases to help pay for it. The House in March approved similar legislation that would have cost more than $320 billion over 10 years. So they cut the, the spending and it's still doing a good thing. Um, so they plan on moving it swiftly up to legislation and Joe Biden said that he'd sign it into law immediately. So um, just to describe like um, these burn pits, the military routinely used open burn pits set ablaze with jet fuel to dispose of tires, batteries, medical waste, and other materials and operations oh. in Iraq and Afghanistan. The bill would expand military veterans' eligibility for medical care through the Department of Veterans Affairs by extending coverage for 10 years after discharge instead of current five years, which is, like, ridiculous. It shouldn't even be 10 years. It should be even more than that, but right. <laughs> that's better than five. Can I just, can I just say... Who the fuck thinks burning batteries and tires and things like that is a good idea? Like they made you guys do that to get rid of it. Yep, yep. Like, yeah, you know what? Even when I, mm-hmm. you're breathing all that shit in your lungs, all these Ugh. toxic fumes. Yeah, and actually, from my own experience, actually in the Navy, we did something similar. We had um incinerator, and we actually had um we were actually on a rotation because you couldn't do it all the time because of the exposure. We had this incinerator room and we'd like, um, throw the like, garbage in the incinerator and burn it up. But, you know, people would put shit in there that, you know, you tell them not to put like batteries, aerosol cans and stuff, but they do that anyway. <laughs> and then you'd be incinerating the stuff. You hear stuff blow up and everything. And you're like in this room with all this stuff. And then they ended up, um, probably like maybe the last few months, that I was in, they changed it so they had this um, big open cage and they like hung it with the crane over the back of the ship and they put everything in there. It was actually like a light show with everything on fire. And then if somebody had put like an aerosol can, also you see like a little explosion. But so, so even back then, but even now in the desert, when you got like 
these open pits and you're all exposed to really dangerous stuff. But, um, yeah, the legislation would also benefit many Vietnam War era veterans by including high blood pressure and a list of conditions presumed to have been caused by exposure to Agent Orange. And it would extend Agent Orange presumptions to veterans who served in Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Guam, and American Samoa. And my dad ended up um, finally getting disability after being exposed to Agent Orange. It took him like decades, literally decades. He's got all this sickness and nobody wants to admit <laughs> what really happened. No, they don't care. They don't yeah. care about the soldiers going to war. You think these pencil pushers give a fuck? Seriously, nope. they don't care. And you know what? What You know what the main ingredient... The, so, glyphosate is an Agent Orange. That's the main ingredient in Roundup. That's what people spray all over their fucking lawns and or to get their weeds out. That's mm-hmm. the thing that their Monsanto uses to put on the food. Like, it's glyphosate. It's like... To, like this is the shit that these military guys, you, were exposed to. Like, it's crazy to me. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, think about the stuff they're not telling. Like, oh, yeah, here, like, you know, it, it's it's insane to me. that, And they're not, and that's not enough. Like you said, there, there needs to be more care. If you're going to go fight for a country, you shouldn't just come home and be sick. Yeah, Never no kidding. Mind, yeah. Mentally unhealthy, but, like, physically and mentally sick. Where you can't function. Yeah, it's like double that. Yeah, because you got the mentally and the physical, and the physical problems cause even more mental problems. And yep. So, um, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer described the bill as the greatest advance in he- veterans' health care in decades, which is true. He said scores of Americans' veterans w- went off to serve the country in perfect health, only to come back and get sick from toxic exposure. And when they applied for disability benefits, oftentimes found out they didn't qualify. <clears throat> Oh. Um, it's a confounding indignity for our nation's heroes to sacrifice everything for our country only to come home, get sick, and discover the VA is not there for them. But there was um, some technicality that needed to be fixed, so the bill was sent back to Congress just to like fix it up. It didn't like affect the bill itself or anything. And then it came back to the House. And then this article, when was the 28th? That was just... So this is just, what, this past Thursday? Blindsided veterans erupted in anger and indignation Thursday after the Senate Republicans suddenly tanked a widely supported bipartisan measure that would have expanded medical wow. coverage for millions of combatants exposed to toxic burn pits during their service. Uh. Wow. <laughs> Dude, come on. And all these vets who are like these sconch Republicans who I, I'm shocked at, now, like, what do you got? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it was supposed to... Supporters of the first... Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson honoring our promise to address comprehensive toxic acts, or PACT Act, overwhelmingly expected the House pass bill to sail through the president's... through to the president's desk for a signature. But in a move that shocked and confused veterans groups Wednesday night, 41 Senate Republicans blocked the bill's passage, including 25 who had supported it a month ago. Unfucking believable, wow. and these fucking idiots—they have the you fucking balls. This is, and this is where, dude, this is where it's like they're doing this just so things don't get done in the administration. This is where our political system is so fucked. Yeah, they're doing this just, just so things don't get done. We're, meanwhile, people are suffering. Like this is a mm-hmm. game to them. This, yeah. they don't care about. They don't care about your lives. Like if they did, they would have passed this 
these people in the military shouldn't be suffering because they're fucking these little baby bitches can't get their toys out of the toy box like mm -hmm. come on man. like they're literally children like it's like dealing with children who are spoiled brats like that's what it is watching these fucking politicians like even all right so these republicans were fine with it a couple months ago what one month ago and now all of a sudden they're not this is like a political game mm -hmm. and people need to recognize this shit and i don't care what side of the fence you're on games the, the two parties together they don't get shit done no if you or i had were at a job and we were just like we don't care we're not doing the work because we don't like i don't like bob in this department so i'm not going to do anything done even if i think he has a good idea i'm not going to follow along that's essentially what they do. We don't lose our fucking jobs. Yep. You know, as a country, we the whole the reason that they keep dividing us is so we don't fucking look at the big picture of these assholes don't care about anything but money and power. They don't want to exactly. lose their political position because it's a power trip. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't they don't care about their constituents. They don't care about the towns they live in. They're fake fucking they're losers. They're essentially yep. losers. Nobody really likes them. They really probably don't have any good friends. Think about this. If you have to yeah. be this much of an asshole and all you care about is the way you look to other people, you probably don't have a lot of real friends. They're all fucking scumbags, backstabbers. Like, dude, they don't. This is just. Sorry, I'm gonna. I'm getting my period. Like, <laughs> so I didn't know this happened, and I'm now also infuriated with you because you're a close friend of mine who's a vet, and I feel like, I, you know, the, I don't think they ever treated the military the way they deserve, and this Never. is even worse. Like, mm. the, and the, the fact that it was like this is an easy fix. Well, not I would, a fix is the wrong word. This is an easy thing to to to, to help, but where the party shouldn't have a problem. But again, it's like they don't want to get along. They just want to fight. And that's, yeah. you know, what does a couple do when they don't get along? They get divorced. These people need to, we need to divorce them. Like, get them the fuck out. Abort the politicians. <laughs> These people yeah, should have, you know what? Here it goes. Here's where it's going to get really politically corrupt. They should have been abort. They should have been aborted fetuses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might have lost a couple of viewers today, Paul. But I'm just saying, like, these people are useless. They don't yep. do anything for us. Like, nope. what have they done, Republican or Democrat? Like, Neither. they're not getting shit done. The country is just constantly falling apart. People are not getting along. They're making social issues their top platform when really things are a lot worse. On, I mean, they're making they're making social issues. I shouldn't say their top platform. They're making social issues. They're like a fight. They're fighting over them instead of actually fixing doing like, something. Okay, mm -hmm. What about all these problems that are happening everywhere that you guys are doing nothing about, but you're fighting over bills that, that you all of a sudden don't get along. You were just fine. You all get along. The veterans deserve to be treated. Well, everyone agrees. I don't care if you're political, if you're a, pol uh, a Republican or Democrat or independent, the veterans, you, they fought for us. They deserve some health care, but no, they're not. They're not now. Now the Republicans are not okay with that. I shouldn't say all Republicans, but clearly a bunch of Most them of them. just changed. They're, they're the reason it's not passable. Yeah, yeah. And they got the balls to drape themselves the American flag. Oh, like, God. And that's the, that's the killer of it. They're, like, mm, waving that bitch around like it's a friggin' they just, like, slept with somebody and it's their underwear. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or we, we know how rapey they like to be, so maybe we should go there with it. <laughs> like... I can't. You know what? You I didn't. You just, you just said you had a surprise. Yeah. So I didn't know that this was the surprise. It's a very bad one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, thank you for getting that off your chest, and also thank you for letting me get off that my my chest. <laughs> <laughs>
so exhausted uh, from politicians. Yeah, they, yeah, it, it, it's still like 55 people voted for it, so I'm just so sick of like Republican, Democrat. It's still a majority. They need to like do these votes and who cares how many of a party voted for it. They're supposed to be representing the people. I, I don't think there was anything in the Bill of Rights that said um, the Democrats and Republicans have to have like this many votes to <laughs> to pass something. It has nothing to do with the party. They're just like a corrupt, they're corrupt organizations that are destroying the country. They they need to go away. They need to- oh, I couldn't agree more. It's it's and it's scary. It's scary that like something this simple that should have passed is. Hmm. But you were right. You were right to get this off your chest early on because I feel the same way. We definitely had to uh, had to let yeah. that one out. Yeah, I need to look up. I I just like looked into this like just before we came on because I just found out about this and um, yeah, I'm gonna have to look into what senators flipped. They must like have like um, somebody must have something on them to all of a sudden change their minds like that. I don't know. Something happened to get them to change their minds when, like, nothing changed with the bill. You know what I think it is? Honestly, this is just an opinion. Um, they they don't want anything in the administration to, like, they don't positive want a positive change. to come out of this administration. Mm-hmm. So instead of just being like, wow, as, as, a, as a, a country working together, we got something done. They're like, we don't want anything done positive in the administration because then people might vote democrat again like that's where Mm -hmm. this is a game to them this does not it doesn't matter whose lives are at stake they don't fucking care they don't care about anybody and i don't care who you are if you're at whatever the fuck your political affiliation if if none they don't care about you if they cared about you this would have passed easily easily Mm -hmm. it's like a no-brainer yeah when are we going to wake up and realize these fucking assholes, they don't do shit. They don't get anything done. I think, don't correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I believe it's Australia that like, if they're not getting along, if they're not getting along and something's not getting done, I think they have like a 24 hour, I'll, I'll have to Google it. There's like 24 hours or something starts to happen. I don't know if they like lose their pay, but like they basically like, if there's an issue and they're, it's just, they're not shutting down the country. They're not fucking crying and sitting around getting nothing done and all these little ge- political legal games they play it's like you have 24 hours to get this shit straightened out mm-hmm. and that's what we need to do yep. we as a country i feel need to start being like all right you know what people we're this is supposed to be a democracy it absolutely isn't no because people are it's we're electing these assholes to speak for us they're not speaking for me they're not speaking for you. Nope. Clearly, they're not speaking for any of the vets. Because if they were, this wouldn't have, this would have got signed easily. And at the end of the day, maybe everyone needs to get together as a country and vote these fucking assholes. Hey, we we want you out. Like that's it. You're not. But that's the thing. People keep voting these losers in. Yeah, yeah. But it's like if so, can't we can't vote you out, right? So how about we vote on Democrats and Republicans together? Vote that when you start not getting shit done, that's helping society as a whole you start losing pay because they're paid a lot right what would a thousand dollars a week get and take it out of your pay look like is that not enough maybe two because i don't know what they make a year i'm sure a couple grand a week wouldn't be wouldn't be comfortable yeah i mean i'd fucking be broke but (laughs) (laughs) that wouldn't work for me at all i I mean but these people make a lot of money right Mm -hmm. so take a couple grand out of their pay every every week that it takes these people to not get like not get something done Take a thousand a week out of their paycheck. How about that? Take their health care. 
take their health care. They don't, their constituents probably don't have health care anyway. They have the best health care in the country. Start taking the health care away. The, half the vets don't have good health care. Yeah. Give it to them. Like, you know. All right. I'm done with that rant, Paul. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm glad <laughs> you're helping me process this because, yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't know that happened. You, you said you had a surprise uh, rant and that you, I jumped on board. Me and my, uh, <laughs> my fleet leaker on board. <laughs> I'm just, coming in hot. Literally. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, just so tired. Off a, a woman that, that, and it's actually funny because I'm usually pretty chill after the first couple of days. Like, I think people mm. don't understand these bodies that much when it comes to like the period. <laughs> like, it's the, the week before that's usually pretty bad. And like, then the day of, or so, you know, I can't speak for every woman, but, um, by about like two days in, I'm like cool again. I'm like, yeah, everything's kosher. <laughs> so you're actually not there. It, there's a big misconception of like all these negative things they say about chicks, like on the rag or all this crap. Because honestly, like by like day two, I'm like cool as a cucumber. Yeah. As long as the cramps are gone, like this, <laughs> this would be less of a rant if it was two days from now. <laughs> but I'm not quite there. <laughs> meep, meep. So I. Yeah. Can I ask you one thing? Um, how, I wanted to ask you this because you are on this running streak that's been like unbelievable. And like after like we've talked about on the past podcast how your MRI didn't look very uh, appetizing <laughs> and um, and for your back and you're just like overcoming and you're running and you've run what, correct me if I'm wrong, 19 days? Uh, today was 23 was what? Twenty what? Twenty three. Holy shit! I'm behind in a few days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit Twenty one on um, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like and in you know, week four. And it's not you know for anyone who's listening, he's not running ten or twenty miles a day. He's yeah, not overdoing. Right. He's he's easing into the mileage again. Yeah, like I think I might have mentioned it last week on my solo show. Like I'm doing the um couch to 10k app but for, for that app you do um it has like um you run like three times a week and it's it you you walk you run like a certain amount of time then you walk a short period then you run another you know it's like intervals and like as you go along in the app it's like longer intervals but i'm mixing it up so i do that i do that actual workout three days a week and then the other days I just do like um like sprint intervals like a minute or a minute and a half and then walk for a minute or a minute and a half I do like eight intervals of that and it comes out to about two miles yeah you've been you've been feeling great huh yeah and it's like helping my mood and everything oh yeah I mean that between running out I mean I like the heat so some people would disagree with me here but running out in this weather like in the sun and like just being in the sun again and then you being able to run I mean it's it's a pretty good recipe for like happy juice you know yeah exactly yeah yeah because it hasn't really rained i thought it was i thought i'd be running in the rain yesterday like saturday morning it was like raining a little bit when i left my house but then by the time i went to colt state park and by the time i got there it had stopped raining there was actually no humidity it was like perfect weather for running and i think there might have been like one other time when it was yeah it was like on a monday at lunchtime, the, the, I think it was like the week before, oh, it was just before that huge heat wave hit. It was like raining out that day, but it was like, it rained towards the end of it, 
but it was wicked humid out, so I was already, like, soaked before it even started raining. So that's the only time it rained, but other than that, it's been sunny out. So between the the sun and the exercising, I'm just, like, on fire lately. So between, like, the exercising, losing weight, um, school's going well. Yeah, you, and you look, you look really good. Like, when you came in to train with me the other morning, mm-hmm. um, last week you looked like your face is leaning out everything got really and you're first stronger that's like training and how important it is because oh well, you're you're, fa- you're fading in and out oh can you hear me now yeah yeah all right you, you can compliment okay. me about my um, lean face and everything yeah, that's- <laughs> Go on. yes yes <laughs> Your, your face looks beautiful for any <laughs> single ladies. Paul here. I'm always trying. I'm trying to get you. Uh, I'm like your pimp here. I'm like trying to get you out there, right? Um, and and we'll be we'll be at the at the uh, the rugged maniac. Any single ladies, if you're looking to meet Paul, don't come up if you're married. Get his hopes up. Or if you're unhappily married, you can come up. I'm okay with that. A little side piece. I'm, be, I'm being fresh. <laughs> Paul doesn't mind being in a side piece. <laughs> um, all right, I'm being fresh. So, the, uh, the, um, no, but I think that you're, you know, we were kind of going to talk about cross training a little and how important it is as a runner. Any, any sport you do, you don't want to be sport specific. This, uh, this body, our bodies, we're meant to do a lot of different things. And if you do the same thing all the time, what do we have? breakdown overuse right so we want to make sure we're we're really tapping into different um like fitness modalities so you know we've been talking about move not a lot i think no matter what you do you should definitely check it out um it's helped me a lot i i can honestly say it's i've noticed in soccer it's helped me a lot um i fell down my stairs the other day and there's about six stairs and I didn't roll. I slipped off the top step and like I was in socks and I went flying down the stairs. I was on my way to work in the morning. Um, and I, nothing hurt. I, my wrist was a little sore like one day and I'm like, Oh, my wrist is sore. It's never sore. And I, I might've like, I, somehow I don't have a mark on me. I stood up after and I, my butt didn't hurt. I have no bruises. So I think I like, I don't know how I, even, I couldn't tell to be honest. And it was early in the morning. I just, I somehow didn't get hurt. I, I have a little, my wrist was a little sore. So I think that was something I, I landed on somehow, mm-hmm. but it naturally, I fell really smooth. And, um, you know, in soccer, like when I, I mean, I've always been really good at rolling around on the ground in soccer, but I really feel better. Um, I feel I move better as a whole and, you know, just being able to do different things. So, you know, because I play soccer, there's a lot of different things you need to be, there's a lot of different you know you got plyometrics you're exploding you're jumping um you got to do agility because you're taking you know a lot of cuts a lot of in and outs um a lot of sharp turns uh you know running sprinting you're doing a lot of different things so if i was to just practice soccer um my knees might be not as strong because a lot of the stuff i do to get my knees strong you know Mm -hmm. I, i lift so i have strong muscles so just like a runner you don't want to just run. You got to do other stuff. You want to have a strong body. So, you know, look around, look at if you have a local gym that you go to, 
um, look up on the internet some stuff that looks interesting because, you know, there's nothing worse than somebody like, all I like to do is this. That's all I like to do. I feel like I, you know, I'm a person who likes that challenge when a client comes to me, like, all I like to do is this. I'm like, we're going to find something else you like. They're like, nope, nope, that's it. I'm like, I promise you everything, everyone, if you like to feel good and be fit, there's always one, there's always something else you can do. You don't just want to do that one thing. Like, yes, I love to run. I love to trail run. I don't like to road run. Um, but there's other things I love to do that make me feel like I love soccer. Absolutely love it. I have a blast. I like the competitive nature, but these two things I just don't do alone. You know, I also love to lift and you go through phases too. I think when you're in fitness, there was a time that like lifting weights, I was like, Oh, it was just like maintenance and it was annoying. It was boring. You know, that was when I was a little younger. My ADHD was like on high all the time. <laughs> I fucking loved fly. I loved jumping and running like those two things together. I loved being in the air while I was moving. Like I loved that feeling of like adrenaline, like shit, I'm going to jump through the air. And then if I fall, um, I'm going to smash my face. So there was something like, a, I'm an adrenaline junkie, right? And then as I've gotten a little older, I'm like, oh, I fell into like different things like kettlebells. I love to throw kettlebells up like through the air. I love snatches, you know? So it's finding different fitness modalities so you can cross train like we talked about. And because if you just do one thing, Paul, I mean, I don't have to tell you what happens when we just do one thing. Usually prone to more injuries, Right. Like if you if you get so hooked on something and that's the only thing you do, you're you're more likely to get hurt because you're not letting your body heal from that one thing. And you're not doing other things to maximize your performance of whatever you like to do, you know. Yeah. So plus, isn't, you, it what, good, isn't it good to like mix things up, too, even if you're barking up our bodies like to um, do different exercises to like keep your body guessing, something like that. So, yeah. Um, there's all different. And, and here's the thing. Everyone's got a different like way they like to train. There's different styles of training. Absolutely. Like you can go through cycles. Like there's different, some people will go through cycles. Like, Oh, I'm doing this, like this certain strength training thing. And it's, it's an eight week cycle. Let's say I'm just throwing a, a, an example out there. And then eight weeks later, you're going to change it up. Some people will do it a little differently. There's a lot There's honestly, there's thousands of different things you can do. I feel like for your body, because there's things that some people just are not going to enjoy. And if you're not enjoying something, maybe thousands is a big number, but if you're not enjoying something, you have to remember, you're not going to stick with it. So the psychology behind it all is big too. You can be like, oh, this is what you should do. This is how you're going to feel. These are the things that are going to make you perform better. But then if you get out there and you're like, you know what? I don't like just doing this. So you, here's your program. You're not going to follow it because it's not enjoyable. Right. So it, it all down to you enjoying yourself too it's not just about you know in in fitness like if you're somebody who enjoys it so much it's easier for you to follow a program even if you might not love it like my some of my rehab it's fucking it's exactly what i don't want to do <laughs> it's work it's super fucking slow it's boring it takes forever but you know what i'm getting results so for me personally i'm i'm an athlete who wants to feel good I'm going to do it because that's what's going to get me feeling better. Some people, you know, they're going to have a hard time with that. So they need somebody to keep them accountable. And like, you know, I have a PT who basically gives me a full, full workout, full body, like, cause I have a lot of issues and my issues are getting better, you know? And then that's the reward for me with some people. It's all about weight loss. Some people it's, so everyone's got their different goals, but it boils down to, you know, I'm going to say, this is just a number I'm throwing out there. Like 85% of the population isn't going to do something they're not enjoying. Mm -hmm. Like 
the rest of us who want to get better will. Some people aren't, and that's why they need to go to somebody to make them do it. But you know, the the long and the short of it is like you love running. So if we're if I'm like Paul, we're gonna do this today. What are we been working on? We're making sure your lower back doesn't go out again. So we're doing tons of hip work, right? We're doing tons of core work. Still working on your shoulders a little. So when I don't see you, you have strength training stuff to do. And you know, I mean, I, I know you enjoy lifting weights. It makes you feel good. And, you know, if you didn't do these things, would you be able to run right now with your back? Maybe not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I do even stuff with my legs. Like, even though I'm running, I'm still, I'll still, you know, I'll run in the morning or I'll go to the gym in the morning and run at lunchtime. And, um, yes, yeah, so there's days where I do both. So, um, between that and the MoveNet, I do weights with my legs i do upper body i don't know yeah i mix it up and even like talking about doing like doing the same thing over and over again that's like one of the good things about running is like i change up the roots a lot i go to different places you know you get different scenery so oh yeah keep, keep things fresh so oh yeah and that's the thing that is one of the great things about running like it is it's easy you can do it anywhere and you really can kind of get like, you know, like you said, you can do your, your tempo work. You can do sprints. There's a lot of different ways to run. But again, you just don't, you, you just said it. Like you're doing mold now, you're lifting weights, like you're doing other things. And I, I truly believe that's a testament to why you're able to do as many days as you did. You're still feeling good because you're doing these yeah. other things. If we took someone with your same, your same MRI mm-hmm. and all they did was run, I, I, I could almost guarantee you that they're back. They might blow their back out because they're not putting any other strength for that, like to support the spine, you know, and your back is like, Hey, you know what? All right. I can handle what he's doing. Cause you're strengthening all those muscles. You're strengthening your core. You're strengthening everything, all the spine and surrector. I mean, there's a lot of different areas in your body that we're keeping an eye on to make sure you can. I mean, I know like personally, like running brings, you joy, it brings me joy. And like some of it, uh, it, it really is just mental health though. It's like, if I don't do this, like I need this for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now I'm at the point now where, uh, yeah, if I, if I feel like if I don't run, then, <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm craving the running now. That's kind of like a habit. I ended up making it a habit. And this was like totally unintentional. I did not <laughs> plan on this. So I don't know how much longer I'm going to go, but considering I need to you're going to go every day and you're going to feel great. And we're going to keep an optimistic approach to this. Cause I think, you know, because you are doing the things you're doing, you know, just to kind of not to sound redundant, but you are able to do it because your body's handling it. You're, you're strong, you know? And if, again, I think you, it's good that you wanted to touch on cross training. Cause I've had um, runners in the past approach me and be like, Hey, um, you know, this is starting to hurt. That's starting to hurt. I had a, a client uh, not too long ago. They had a hip a hip problem, and I think it, I I'm not a doctor, but I think it might have been just a little impingement or something. It didn't seem then like from what they were saying, like it was like doomsday. The doctor was like, "Oh, it's this, it's that," and I'm like, "Oh God!" But like within a couple of weeks, this person was doing better, and I'm like, "There's no way like this is torn or if this is all it took, you know, just if, from coming from someone who I feel like keeps experiencing." I, I swear I was put on this earth so I have like injuries so I can help people because there's no other way from, I feel like why, for some reason, 
the universe is just like, here, have this. That would know how to feel. So you're sympathetic and empathetic to your your people. <laughs> you know, but it, it does. Honestly, I, I keep telling myself anytime something happens, it is so I can help someone. Not because I read about it. Not because I learned about it. Because I physically know how shitty this is. And I, I know what made me get through it. You know, and again, yeah. everyone's different. Some exercises work really well for some people. Some there's exercises that aren't supposed to hurt that I've done and it like pulls a muscle that shouldn't even be firing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everything's different and being mindful. But you know, again, it's like the, after like two weeks, this person was running again with no pain. And I was like, all right, this problem that like they were kind of being told was I they made it sounded scarier than it was. Um, but this person just didn't do it. I'm gonna be honest, all they did was run. So if all you do is run and your body is, there's a weakness or your tightness or both, you're going to, it's going to create, you can create an injury. It's got weakness, you know? Yeah. And as soon as the person got stronger, they're running and like, that's it. It's like, all right. Was it that simple? No, it's just the weakness. Weaknesses can create injuries. We all know that imbalances create injuries. I mean, there's just so much to it. And I think just being a well-rounded, just, you want to be fit to live. You know, we talked about this in a couple podcasts, like one, someone asked me like, what, you know, what's your reason that you stay in shape? What do you like? I'm like, you know why? Cause I love to travel. And if I go to some foreign country and there's some fucking sport that I do some crazy shit and I've never tried it. And they're like, Oh, we're going to jump out of this thing, bounce off this and go here. I'd be like, yeah, I want to do it. I don't want to <laughs> go. Oh, can I do that? Am I fit enough? Am I going to get hurt? Those questions I never want to cross my mind. Mm-hmm. I just want to be a yes. Like, if you're like, have you ever tried this? It's really crazy and it's wild and you have to be in good shape. I'd be like, fuck it, let's do it. Like, that's the attitude. You know, and I li- I want to be fit so I can say yes to any any physical fun that's coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to miss out on anything. <laughs> well, not know? only that, but like, I think I was, it was a podcast I was listening to. Um, I think I might have forwarded it to you. It, it talks about um, like strength training, especially as you get older, you you really need to get your muscles working. This is, um, yeah, I mean, you you don't want to get to the point where you need somebody to help you off the toilet, you know? You know, like, right. Yeah, you because know, if you don't work those muscles, they're going to end up breaking down. Oh, Uh-oh. dude, you're so, you couldn't be, I mean, you're so right. And that, and that's the thing. It's like, no one wants, no one wants to be like, uh, like, all right, I'm 80 and I can't do anything. Like I always look at my neighbor across the street. I fucking love her. She's 94. <laughs> and she's a pistol. Yeah. She still drives. And like, she, here's the thing, her generation, they didn't even do anything fit. Imagine. And you know, and I think about this too, where I, I, I almost feel really bad for her. Cause I'm like, imagine if women knew better mm-hmm. back then, back then yeah. this person, she'd probably be running. She could probably yeah. be run, and I would never be like, "Oh God!" Imagine, like I would never go over there and be like, "Imagine if you actually like were taught that women should be fit too," because like back then, like unattractive for a woman to, you know, which is so fucked up. Don't that's another soapbox another day. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, and I always feel for, and that's another thing. I want to be like, I want to be her, but the fit model. Like I want to be like ninety four and fucking you know, jogging at like a mile an hour down the street thinking I'm moving fast. Like, <laughs> I wanna, but really, I want to be an old, like I want to make it live to be older and, and actually be able to like do shit, you know, like yeah. and, and, and feel confident that I'm not going to fall and not be able to get off and all these like things that you shouldn't have to worry about, you know, and, and honestly, I think that's a thing, 
a, another goal. Like people are, all, you know, there's a lot of vanity to, to working out, which is fine. Whatever your, you know, whatever reason you do things, it's, it's your, it's your prerogative. But my thing is like, don't you just want to feel good? And like looking good is the bonus. That's always what I say to people, you know, like looking, looking good, having your body look good is a bonus for taking care of yourself. But like taking care of yourself, like when we get older, just, just feeling okay when you get out of bed and, you know, it's, it's, it's so important. And I just, I really do feel for a lot of older people who didn't have those opportunities, who actually want to take care or do take care of themselves, you know? Yep. And, you know, hopefully we'll be, me and you will be like old farts on this podcast together. Yeah. Definitely. You know? Yep. <laughs> chipping away at like life like we're still fit we're still running we're still playing we're still doing our thing and like no i don't think age has to stop i'm gonna tell you the soccer game i just played the girls were the other team they were like 18 so i'm 44 for anyone who doesn't know a couple girls on my team one's turning 44 like this week um they're all in there like there's i think we have two young girls on our team but everyone else is like 30s and 40s and we played a team that were like, some of them were freshmen. They're going on the freshman uh, college team. They're like freshmen in college. Cause one of the other young girls knows them. Cause she plays on, she's like a sophomore or junior in college. Or maybe you've seen, I don't know. And um, so I'm like, dude, we're playing with these kids. Right. And I'm, I'm not freaking, I'm not half bad. I'm pretty fast. And I'm like, I'm playing with fucking, I mean, they were smoking a lot of us because you get tired there. You know, it, when I was 18, I was like unstoppable, but I was like, dude, I'm keeping up with these little bitches. I, I mean, I scored, I was, I scored goals. I had an assist. We lost, but still I was like, I was in it. And I'm like, you know what? I feel it makes me, it's definitely like a good ego boost, but I felt good to be keeping up with 18 year olds. I'll yeah. be honest. It, well, not only, not only 18 year olds, but it's not like they're like slouches or anything. They're out there playing soccer. So they're like active 18 year olds that you're like keeping up with. They're... Oh yeah. They're, they're like, some of them are on like the college, the college team. Mm -hmm. So it felt really good to be playing them and uh, to be keeping up with them. Cause they're on like a college soccer team. They're not just like rec league soccer on there. They are now cause we're all in rec league, but on, on the normal see they're in a college. So they're practicing at college so i was like hell yeah bitches you know and that's that's not just because i do one thing it's because i do all the things and i you know it feels good to do all the things and you know especially lately i'm really just following what my what my pt had me doing and i'm starting to just mo i do like my own so i teach move nat with you guys once a week i do my own move nat usually once a week twice if i can get it in but one solid i I'm committed to at least that because my pts it's a full body workout uh it's four days a week so there's only seven days in the week soccer <laughs> sunday so i try to <laughs> and i teach spin on um friday and i i basically just started getting on the bike again and my hips i have to say like if anyone's been listening my hip with the labrum tear is like kicking ass like i almost yeah. don't it barely pops anymore and i almost don't know i have it actually my other one was bothering me a little today but um it, it it's really um so it, it it it's inspiring my doctor inspired me actually um and i just feel good like i and you know another thing too i think and then i'm gonna be quiet because i feel like you have a lot of stuff but i've just been babbling um, make sure you guys have the right kind of care like you have um if you're athletic or you want to be or you're you know that's your goal make sure that you go see people who are also 
at your caliber. You know, you don't want to go to professionals. And I'm not saying that doctors who don't exercise, but yeah, kind of I am. <sighs> if you're going to an orthopedic and they don't really look like they are, they don't exercise at all. Like, I mean, you're going to get advice from a person who's not, not doing what you're doing. And it's not, it's not, might not be right for you. So make sure that you're, you're happy with your care because that person is on your level and they understand you. Cause I, I have to tell you, I think now with like the PT that I use, he's also an athlete. Um, and I use a couple different PTs. They're all amazing. There's just different reasons for different ones. But um, and my regular, my ortho and, you know, everyone I've been using, I feel like my team right now is really, they're a great team of healers. And um, just that's, that being said, it's like, make sure you, you really, you feel that these people get you mm -hmm. and it's important that they get you because your body's an intimate thing. And if you're, if, if your body is what's making you feel better, especially like some people, I, well, I say it all the time. Like, I don't know how people don't work out. I, I'd like, I think I'd be homicidal. I'm not much of a suicide person. I think I'd be homicidal though. <laughs> well, other people just like get depressed and they don't do anything just like lay there so yeah right. but yeah um yeah and like every everybody's different everybody's different so like a doctor might be familiar with like one way of treatment but that might not be suitable to you because you're different from uh, other patients they have so it's good finding a match uh, yeah. I, i'm at that point now where everybody that i have between like acupuncture at uh, you <laughs> like anybody my doctors that they're all you know perfect for me and that's especially including my um my counselor therapist like she's kind of like me. yeah like like she my counselor is like a runner so she's able to make a like a lot of running analogies that i can relate so she's okay. able to relate to me so well because i had somebody else before that's kind of like it got to a point where I was done, like it wasn't doing any good, but yeah. Yeah, no. I had a therapist like that. One day she told me to puzzle. Like, she, like she'd like rather she rather puzzle than, than run. She just does running because she has to. I was like, oh, we are not a match. <laughs> like, I'm not, I hate puzzling. It makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's too tedious and annoying to me. I, I can do it. I can do it by myself or with one other person for a little time, a little mm. while, but it, it's, it's more like agitating. Cause I'm yeah. standing there just like, I don't know. That's just, me. But, yeah. But, but for somebody else that might be so super therapeutic right. and same thing with like coloring. I know there's those people that do like yeah. pencil coloring. Like that's like perfect for some people, but that might not right. be right for you. So yeah, you got to find somebody I, that I, does tells you to do the right thing for you. Yeah. And that's, that's sometimes why you need a new, uh, uh, you know, person who's treating you, whether it be a doctor, you're, you know, if you go to somebody and they're telling you stuff that just doesn't resonate at all, you know, and you gotta, you gotta advocate for yourself, especially yeah. like with our health. Like there's, there's been times I hear stuff and I'm like devastated. I'm like, uh, you know, and then I'm like, all right, like now I feel I have people I care, I care for and trust taking care of me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, right. These people actually care for me. Like I, you know, and they, they're good people. Like I feel like, I have a group of people who are just good. Not to say other people, the other doctors and stuff aren't, but there's, there's something when you're like going in and you're like, you know, you're hurt, you're afraid of being hurt. You, 
you feel devastated and like someone just tells you news that's like worse than you even thought mm-hmm. you know and it's like they it's it, it can break you it can break your spirit so you know having somebody who's like no this is nothing like no big deal dude like no big deal you know and, and obviously no one talks like that who's professional except me <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> you know it is no big deal dude like sometimes things are no big deal dude and you just don't know and having somebody kind of be like this is not you don't have to worry about this or you know you're going to get through this it's you need that it's like a a, you know that person in your life who's your doctor your chiropractor anybody like that who really just gets you in your body it's Mm -hmm. it's so important i mean definitely and we talk about that a lot with our going to therapy too i think we you know that's a healthy thing yeah yeah yeah, well, well, it all ties into cross-training, cross-training your life, <laughs> not just your muscles. <laughs> it, it is true. You, it, you really, I mean, you, you just nailed it. Like, you have to make sure that everything is, we're, we're not, you know, everyone's a body and a mind mm-hmm. and a soul. He has a connection. Like, every, yeah, everything has to be whole mm-hmm. or you don't feel good. And, like, you know, it, it, and it shows. Like, I think the more you're in tune with yourself, too, the more it, you notice when something's off. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you, my friend, are on. Like, you're on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. You are. I'm so proud of you, dude. You've been <laughs> running a maniac. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one last thing with the cross training thing it, uh, that also helps with that is you find out what your weakness is. Like, with the Movnat, I know that I have a lot of work to do with my hips, which is also vital for running. So. Because I do that, because like normally just walking or running and stuff, I wouldn't notice. But then when I do certain exercises, I can't. I'm not flexible at all, so I know that's stuff that I need to work on, which will yeah. you know help well, me. Well, that's the, thing. the the cool thing, like with the Movnat, where it pulls out the weaknesses. It's mobile. You need mobility in Movnat because it's movement. Like you are moving, um, and you know it's it's one of those things where that's you can you know there's certain fitness and you shouldn't but there's certain areas in fitness you can kind of people can like you know they can get away with not doing certain things not that you're supposed to because it'll come back to bite you in the ass but in in move that you we're gonna see it like it's gonna pop right out and we're Mm -hmm. gonna know like this is something you got to work on because the problem is you can't get to the next steps right until you're there you know yep yep yeah so yeah yeah, slowly build you right in there (laughs) Yeah, you've definitely, you've gotten really good with your cross-training. So, can you tell us about the finish for the Guinness? Oh, yep, that's, oh, yeah, thanks for reminding me. I almost forgot about that. Uh, yep, so yeah. I, signed, I signed up for the finish for a Guinness. The, the race that started it all, basically, with the Roadrunner. <laughs> it's how I, yes. it's how I discovered um, that races could be done for charities. Yeah, that kind of, like sparked something in me so um they do it every um every year the um sunday before labor day which is so awesome because growing up uh we used to have a a big cookout at colt state park um the sunday before labor day which is usually like my birthday weekend and uh yeah it would be like the last blowout before our school started and, you know, it's funny that we came to Bristol because I lived in Warwick at the time. So then we come to Colt State Park in Bristol and celebrate. But now everybody's all moved away. And now this is my new tradition, doing the finish for Guinness. It's going to be on September 4th. So, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that. And, uh, 
yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna try to get the um, the race directors on very soon before the race. So yeah, that'll be fun. But yeah, that's like one of my favorite races, if not my favorite race. Not only is it scenic, but it has like the best after party. <laughs> yeah, they well the um the Davox throw that after party from uh, Market Street Pub if anyone's around, and those girls are awesome. They. Yeah. You know, most races you kind of get like a beer ticket or two. Like, I the when I did this rate that race the few times, the couple times I did it, um, I I felt like there was un unlimited beer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a great. That is one of the better parties. Maybe we're being biased because we live here, but. Well, I mean, it, it is, is right on the water. They and they got a lot of great sponsors, but yeah, we'll get more into that when we have them on. If they're not able to come on because it's, it's going to be next month, I'm not sure how busy they are, but if. You know, we're still going to promote the shit out of it because, yeah, it's for a good cause, too. It fights against um, ALS. Yeah. And, and they were doing that before the big, um, what was it, the bucket challenge that kind of brought attention to ALS. They yeah. were they were doing the race, like, long before that. <laughs> so. I know the, the women who run it aren't the Davox. The Davox just no. throw the party out. Yeah, yeah. Or they, they, they supply the beer, at least. Yeah. So the, which is very happy we're very happy about that and even a lot of the local food uh, restaurants do food yeah yeah blunt they has like a bunch of um yeah i forgot some of the other ones now damn it <laughs> um, but yeah but we'll be talking about that anyway yeah chomp did something one year revival yep yeah but the, yeah there is a lot of great food and drinks and yeah so and then we got the uh, that rugged maniac that we did last year. You're gonna have a comeback. Yep. Yeah, that'll be that, fun. That that was yeah. That, even though I got hurt, it was still a blast. So yeah. Yep, we're gonna start getting out in the woods to train next week, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then I'll be looking for yeah. more races um, to travel to because I noticed. Um, I've been stuck on 10 for a while now since like just before the pandemic. So I need to like get this going again. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You got to get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Now that everything's open up basically. So yeah. And I, it's, um, I think now this week is like three months since I had COVID. So it's time to get the booster. <laughs> yeah. I did my, uh, my, I'm on my fourth shot already and I'm happy I did it. Knock on wood, dude. I don't know how, but I'm still going strong without catching COVID. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how it's happening, but let me knock on wood again. Still, I'm, I'm convinced that fourth booster saved me from a, I got a really, a really close contact with him. Like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. I'd like to get the antibody test just to see if I had it and didn't know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. I'm not going to yeah. summons it in any way. Meep, meep. I just started a, a new book. I don't know if I should. Yeah, I mentioned it. It's um, the the like switch by Jack Schaefer. Um, yeah, it, it's like a like a it's almost like a updated version of how to win friends and influence people. It's um, oh, cool. from, uh, here's a description from the a former FBI special agent specializing in behavior analysis and recruiting spies. Um, comes a handbook filled with this proven strategies on how to instantly read people and influence how they perceive you so you can easily turn on the like switch. The like switch is packed with all the tools you need for turning strangers into friends, whether you're on a sales call, a first date, or a job interview. 
as a special agent for the FBI's National Security Division's Behavioral Analysis Program, Dr. Jack Schaefer developed dynamic and breakthrough strategies for profiling terrorists and detecting deception. Now Dr. Schaefer has evolved his proven on-the-battlefield tactics for for the day-to-day, but no less critical battle of getting people to like you. Um, In the Lake Switch, he presents these techniques for how you can influence, attract, and win people over, learn how to think and act and react like your favorite TV investigators from Criminal Minds or CSI, as Dr. Schaefer shows you how to improve your likability quotient, spot spot the lie both in person and online, master nonverbal cues that influence how people perceive you, and turn up or turn down the intensity of a relationship. Dr. Schaefer cracks the code on making great first impressions, building lasting relationships, and understanding others' behavior to learn what they really think about you with tips and techniques that hold the key to taking control of your communications, interactions, and relationships. The like the switch shows you how to read others and get people to like you for a moment of or a lifetime. So That sounds good. Yeah. Well, I got to run too, but I got one book I'm reading. Uh, it's called The um, the Better Body by Dr. Estima. It's basically, um, I think I've been talking about that whole cyclic training and just learning about, um, you know, your the women's period health and our cycle and how to train and eat during those cycles. So, um, it's Dr. Stephanie Estima. She has a podcast as well, um, called better. Yeah. If you want to put that in the show notes and, um, I'll, uh, shoot out if you guys want to find me, um, I'm not usually on a lot of stuff on my company, but, uh, at soul friend yoga, um, on Instagram, if you want to follow us on Instagram or on Facebook too, but, uh, also if you want to, buy anything from our store online it's soulfriendyoga.com and if you use soul capital s o u l 20 you get 20 percent off your purchase and just know that um your purchase is helping provide free um yoga and wellness and meditation for um in need communities so that's our mission and um that's where you can find me awesome all right and then you can find me at the roadrunner it's r-h-o-d-e Oh, uh, all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, yeah, please reach out to us if you have any other show ideas, any um, race ideas that you'd like me to see me at. And until next time, we'll see you out on the road. Bye.